EO Fire 1313. Nothing happens until something moves. Nothing. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. EOFire.com is your go to resource for everything you need to rock your entrepreneurial journey. Ignite. Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I'm fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Clayton Morris. Clayton, are you prepared to ignite? I am so prepared. I've been working on this all month, my friend. I'm ready to burn rubber. (laughs) Clayton (laughs) is a news anchor, a husband, and father of two. When he's not interviewing presidential candidates, he's building his successful real estate investing business, helping investors buy their first rental property, and building financial freedom. After some epic failures, he's learned how to build a meaningful life. Clayton, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse here. Your personal life? Well, you know, as a little kid, I used to sneak downstairs when my parents thought I was in bed. I, w- I was obsessed with television since I was a, a little kid. So my parents thought I was in bed. I'd sneak downstairs and watch Letterman and Carson. And I was obsessed with the idea of broadcasting. And I knew that that was a career path I wanted to take, that I was so compelled by what David Letterman would do by breaking down that fourth wall of television mm. and sort of spinning the camera around on his cue card guy. And and so I, I just knew I needed to be a part of that. And I would dream about it. But then I did see my dad lose his job at 13 years old. So I always had this fear of money, that the, the rug could be pulled out from under us at any time. Um, and I grew up with a lot of really negative associations with money in my life. Like money doesn't grow on trees. You know, we're not the Rockefellers. We can't afford to do that. But I always knew that there had to be a better way. Um, you know, and I, and I so an, or maybe an entrepreneurial way of creating money where I didn't have to work for a paycheck and seeing my dad come home and really kind of blaming just other people for the reason that this thing collapsed for him at his office and out of work. And it was the first time I really uh, was fearful, scared. Um, but I took this really long sort of winding path in, in broadcasting across the country and uh, to get into real estate investing as a way of really securing the, the future, not only for myself, but for my family so that I knew that there, that, that rug being pulled out moment wouldn't happen for my kids, that they wouldn't have to see their dad like sort of crying in the kitchen uh, at night. And uh, I wanted to be able to sort of set up success for my family in that way um, from a young age because I, I just knew that I didn't want my, you know, my family eventually to have to go through those same, same pain points. And um, yeah, that's a little, a little glimpse into those moments, those key moments. So if any parents out there listening, mm. you're such an important uh, lesson for kids as they stand there and they watch that they can be shaped their whole lives. You know, there's a difference between what happened to me and like what happened to Richard Branson, right? He saw his mom just like doing whatever it could to be a success. And she was an entrepreneur and she could do whatever. And, and that informed him quite the opposite happened to me. So not to start off on such a dour note, but well, no, we're going to keep the dour note going. So don't you worry about that. But I do <laughs> want to say before we get there is fire nation. Sometimes it is crazy on what seems to just be little things. Like, you know, families, I mean, we all seem to grow up with this on some levels. You know, money doesn't grow on trees. Like, we think as a, as a parent, like, that we're giving good values to our kids, but on some levels, these kids are just like, oh my God, 
money is like this sacred thing that I, I always need to be terrified of not having. And what that can build into your subconscious can really be damaging, especially for anybody that wants to get into the entrepreneurial game, that wants to get into the business game. It's that mindset of scarcity opposed to the mindset of abundance. So we really need to think and choose our words wisely when we're dealing with you know, the child, the children, the younger generations. And there's a great book that I point to. He's actually a past guest of EO Fire, T. Harv Eker, Secrets of the Millionaire Minds. And that book really helps you unlock sometimes that subconscious scarcity mindset that so many of us have. Now, let's talk, Clayton, about revenue. You know, we're in the money game right now. We're talking about, you know, issues that you dealt with money and, and, and just I know a lot of people in financial are resonating with that. How do you today generate revenue in your business? Well, I'm fortunate in that and I felt I was ready for this interview because I've been listening to you for a number of years and and it's funny because I never felt worthy of it. But now my business has exploded. And there's some key things that we'll get to a little bit later, but that really put in place that now I feel like your audience would benefit from hearing because this all happened for me recently. I have a turnkey real estate investment business. Um, And so what that means is that I buy deeply discounted properties. I understand real estate. I've been doing it for a couple of years. And I totally gut and remodel the houses. I put a tenant in the property. I do it in affordable markets across the country where I can get, you know, very deeply discounted affordable properties. We're talking like thirty, forty thousand dollars cash flowing monthly rent, you know, seven, eight hundred dollars a month, or and if it's a duplex, upwards of like eleven to thirteen hundred dollars a month. And then I sell that property to busy investors. I have clients in the National Football League now, uh, Major League Baseball. I have clients in Switzerland, Australia. I have clients who've started with zero properties with us and didn't think that they could buy a rental property. They had no idea that they could create passive income and now they have 15, 20 properties with us. So my specialty really is helping first-time investors learn how to get started with buying their first rental property. It's that fear that I hear so many people internalize. It's what I was talking about earlier and I knew that if I could really start to, to utilize my, my platform as a broadcaster uh, and to tap in and kind of you know, get into that, like, that core of someone's personality where they're held back and they think that they need to just work for a paycheck and that they could actually take that 401k money that's been sitting there and borrow from it or that money that's sitting in an IRA and not doing anything for them. And help them realize that they could turn that money into money that's actually working for them instead of not doing anything for them. Um, Reaching out to people who have those same goals about wealth building, but they just don't know how to take those steps. And it's tapping into those types of people that I've just had an overwhelming success in in the past few years. It's been really amazing. So I think I'm really uh, effective at helping people overcome their fears. And that's really how I generate revenue. It's not even about the house and the walls and the drywall and the roof because who cares? They're all the same thing. They're a thousand square feet, roughly three bedrooms, one bath, whatever. But it's really about helping people overcome their fears and anxieties about taking that first step into creating passive income that I think uh, is my key to generating revenue right now. My vulnerability, I think, is a a key part of helping uh, people overcome their fears of success. Clean, you said some powerful words. You said you didn't feel worthy of being on EO Fire until fairly recently. And I think that's 
you know, a name tag that a lot of us put on ourselves, especially when, you know, we do the compare and despair thing. There's always going to be people that are more successful than us. There's always going to be the Richard Bransons, the Mark Cubans that anybody can look up and say, man, like that guy is so much more successful or that woman is so much more successful than me. Fire Nation, compare and despair. The one person that you should be comparing yourself to is you yesterday. And if you win, you win. Now, I do want to shift, Clayton, into what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment. Now, I'm going to challenge you here. Really be concise with this story. Get into the meat. Take us to that moment and tell us that story. I had some successes flipping houses uh, in in Florida when I first got into the real estate game back in 2007. I had flipped a a single fa- a one family or sorry a one one bedroom condominium in Florida, and then I got a little overzealous and flipped a second one. And this all happened right before the crash. And then I got I, I saw the warning signs, didn't listen to my gut, and I took it a step further and ended up taking that money that I had made from actually physically flipping houses, which is not really what I do anymore, but the sort of speculative game. And decided to really go outside of my comfort zone in something that really didn't make sense to me and I really didn't listen to my gut. And I invested almost all of that money into um, a speculative land and housing community in North Carolina. Now, I'd only ever like been to North Carolina one time as a kid, you know, so I didn't even know what I was really investing in. And the whole thing went belly up. I mean, the collapse happened. And foreclosure. And it was like a Phil Mickelson golf course associated with this housing community. I think even he pulled out, oh. the, 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 the contractors pulled out, and yet there I was left holding this bag of property um, and a construction loan on a property and ended up going through foreclosure. Now, for a kid who oh, always had these fears about money and fears of you know this idea that, we're, that, that I lack and that I need to sort of hold on to things – to know, to wake up one morning and to find my bank account and the assets in my account were frozen because I suddenly had to, to, to basically deal with this foreclosure and these lawyers were trying to get at any savings I had and I had no access to anything. Like I literally went to work and I couldn't even like buy breakfast because my account – and I jumped online to find out what was happening. And imagine just seeing everything you have with a zero balance. And an inability to do anything with that money. That taught me a lot. Well, I want to dive into that, Clayton, because you have listened to EO Fire for quite some time now. You know the makeup of our listeners, of Fire Nation. We're entrepreneurs, small business owners. What is it that you really think that our listeners, that Fire Nation can take away from, you know, really that chain reaction that resulted in that disaster that, you know, you call your worst entrepreneurial moment? That it's never as bad as you think it is. That even in those dark moments, that if you sort of get a little esoteric about it, I'm a big fan of Eckhart Tolle and Byron Katie, and what you learn is that the only thing that's really wrong is things that occurred in the past, right? Fears of the past or fears of the future. But if I just would sit back, I turned off the computer and I just took a deep breath and I realized like in that moment, everything was totally fine. It was totally okay. And now take action one step at a time to start to pick yourself up and move forward. But 
our anxieties and fears and all of the roadblocks that we experience, we think we experience in our life actually don't exist. They're not there. They are, there's some fear of the past or there's some fear of the future. But when you sit back, put your hands over your head and take a deep breath, you realize it's all going to be okay. Which book would you recommend Fire Nation start with? In that regard, you know, because I grew up struggling with a lot of these really limiting beliefs and memes, as Dr. Wayne Dyer would say, I think picking up Loving What Is by Byron Katie, she is really a sage among us, walking among us. And her four-step process, which she calls the work, is remarkable. It is transformative. I mean, people who are debilitated by, you know, agoraphobia, addiction, uh, fears of anything in their life can go through this simple four-step process of having it all flipped around and will be transformed by it. Um, That would be the first book. And I would also recommend um, The New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. When you start to think in these ways, and you really start to realize that our, our brains have the power to shape our reality. And there's so much now research behind it, so much science. It's actually proven at the metaphysical level uh, what we can change with our minds negatively and positively because our bodies don't know the difference. So if you dwell on the negative, you're going to create cancer in your body. You know, we see it. Doctors, there's a lot of, you know, th- this research is now overwhelming. Um, and the same is true of positive thought and reinforcement and and really building your reality on what you dream about, what you focus on, uh, journaling in just a little bit and focusing on those positive things that create gratitude in our lives. So those would be two that I think could really move the needle for your audience. Clayton, let's shift into one of your greatest aha moments to date. I mean, you've had a lot, but zero in on one that you think is really going to help aid, assist Fire Nation in their journey And take us through that story. I had a number of years ago rebuilt myself after this collapse in real estate. I started to acquire uh, rental real estate. I started to buy affordable properties. I started to lay the groundwork with some great systems. And I started to do it slowly and incrementally. And before I knew it, I had built up an enormous amount of passive income every month. like thousands of dollars coming into my family that was basically covering my mortgage, covering a lot of my expenses. And then then we added kids to that mix. So that's a moving needle, right? (laughs) But my biggest aha moment came because I had always been chasing things. You know, I had always gone after sort of the mysterious unicorn get rich quick thing, right? Chasing the shiny objects. And my wife had basically had enough of it. And after a number of different, you know, listening to your show over the years and then just feeling the pull to try different things, which is fine. You know, I, I, and then they would all sort of fall apart and it was never authentic. It was never real. And finally my wife had just had enough and we were, she and I took a two day trip to Napa together and I, in tears, she just said, what are you chasing? What are you chasing? If you look around, you have everything in front of you that you need. And you can start to teach people about the successes that you've already created that you don't even know you have. And it was so true. I had been buying properties for myself and for my family. 
And that's when I had this eureka moment. And we actually came back to my whiteboard in my office and we came up with this idea of the freedom number. And if I could help other people realize that they could attain financial freedom with this simple formula, it's the thing that has totally changed my life. And I put it together. In fact, I, for your audience, in fact, um, it, in, if you're driving right now listening to this formula, uh, don't worry about it because I put together a little cheat sheet for you. Um, if you just go to ClaytonMorris.com slash fire, you can get the free cheat sheet. It walks you through exactly how to do this. And it basically takes you through the simple process of looking at your personal, um, your personal expenses in your family. You add them up for a number, you know, look at the six months of your personal expenses and then find the average for one month. Okay. Is it $5,000? Because most people, John will say, I want to be a millionaire, but they don't realize what they're saying. They don't really need to be a millionaire. They just want to create financial freedom in their life. And it may be way less than that. What if your monthly expenses were $5,000? What if you had enough rental real estate, a few properties, five, six, seven, eight, nine properties that literally covered your entire monthly expenses? That's financial freedom. You don't need to be a millionaire to achieve that. You need to just create enough space in your life where you create peace and tranquility. And that can literally come from your freedom number. So once I tapped into that, I said, oh my gosh, this is it. And I started, I started talking to people on the phone. I literally said, you can call me and I'll talk to you for 30 minutes, anyone. And I, my calendar just started filling up. And I started helping people tap into this idea of acquiring financial freedom with the, you know, hitting their freedom number. And the first thing I do when I get on the phone, people say to me, they're so excited. They're like, my freedom number is seven. My, free, <laughs> my freedom number is 12. And it's, what, it's like how you structure your podcast, right? You ask certain key questions. Yeah. It's the same thing I ask of my, uh, of my investors that I talk to. And they get so excited because I'll get emails from them saying, I couldn't believe – that that is all I needed to do to achieve financial freedom. And it was a game changer. And that is my biggest aha moment, that I, I had it in front of me. I had been doing it for my family, and yet I was chasing all this other garbage. You know, I'm going to make a YouTube channel. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to do this. All this garbage. But when I got down to that, that really that core element, uh, everything, everything just exploded for me. I get the question all the time from entrepreneurs that are starting off. They're saying, John, like, what's – the one activity I can do to just really blow my business out of the water, to like scale, to leverage, you know, my answer is like, do you think that there, that really exists? Like, do you think that there's a one thing that's just going to blow your business out of the water? Because of course, if there was, then everybody would be doing it. And like, where would we be then? So my answer to them is always something that you just broke down, Clayton. And I want to go back to it. And that's engage. You actually said, Hey, I want to talk to a person. And then you know, I get my listeners all the time. They're like, well, John, but that's not scalable. That's not leverageable. I, I can't, you know, just scale one-on-one conversations. And I'm like, no, you can't. Now, right. you can later. You need to have these one-on-one conversations to understand people's struggles or obstacles or challenges. I mean, Clayton, you can assume what they are because you've been through them. But until you have those one-on-one conversations, then you start to hear their language coming back. And you start to use that language, you know, when you're having conversations with other people. And then before you know it, you're able to say the right things. You're able to ask yeah. the right questions. You're able to dig in and really pull out what's necessary and mandatory. And that all came from you, Clayton, having the willingness to have those conversations. 
it is a game changer because something you always talked about on the show over the years is learning from your audience. Uh, I mean, learning from your your guests on your show that the moments that they took in their entrepreneurial journey came down many often, most oftentimes to them having a baby, right? And they felt the pull to do that. The baby effect. The baby effect. I learned the very same thing from my calls. And you're right, it's not scalable yet. But I have now put in place in my business where I've hired other elements, my administrative role, you know, my, my acquisitions manager, and yet that piece I haven't replaced yet or I haven't at least added to it yet of being on the phone and listening to my investors and hearing them. But one common thing that they say to me is that we just had a baby and now they're really thinking about passive income. But I wouldn't know that do I, had I not had a night scheduled on my calendar every day, 30 minute chunks back to back to back to back from 11 a.m. until five at night every day, nonstop talking to investors. And I hear these same things. I don't want to be in the car for two hours on a, on a commute anymore. I want to be able to spend more time with my kids. I just had a baby and I'm really starting to think about legacy wealth for my family. I wouldn't know that had I not talked to these people. And then think about this though. Then three conversations down the road, you're starting to piece together, you know, a person just from the first few sentences. And you can say, you know, if if you've ever thought about building legacy wealth for your children, they're like, oh my God, like Clayton, he's in my head. He knows like, and this is the thing. If you can identify the person's problem that you're talking to better than they can, if you can define that better than they can, they're going to assume, Fire Nation, you have the answer. And guess what? You probably do if you've done what Clayton's done and had these conversations. So Fire Nation, I'm not even going to ask Clayton what he's most fired up about because I can tell you right now, it's ClaytonMorris.com slash fire. You need to get over there. You need to find your freedom number and get this process going because it's very freeing on so many levels. So Clayton, don't you go anywhere because we're about to hit the lightning round, but take a quick minute first to thank our sponsors. It's crazy that we moved everything we do for business over to the digital world except for our physical mail. Imagine all the time you'd save if you didn't have to check your mailbox every day. Great news, now that time can be all yours with Earth Class Mail. Earth Class Mail moves your snail mail to the cloud, giving you instant access 24-7. Plus, it integrates with the tools and services you use every day. You can search your mail, send invoices to your accounting software, deposit checks, and really just make running your business a whole lot easier. You also get a real professional address to share publicly with customers so you don't have to worry about giving out your home address anymore. Earth Class Mail has processed over 10 million pieces of mail. It's no wonder they're trusted by thousands of startups and small businesses. See for yourself. Visit earthclassmail.com slash fire. Enter promo code fire and get your first month of service free. That's earthclassmail.com slash fire. Promo code fire. When I first started out with email marketing, I was pretty lost. I didn't have the tools available to help me create targeted, personalized emails. Then I found out businesses that leverage marketing automation see a 53% higher conversion rate than those using traditional email marketing. That's when I knew how important it would be for me to start leveraging marketing automation because with marketing automation, your email campaigns can listen, learn, and adapt based on the contact's behaviors. An active campaign makes it fast and easy to create this type of dynamic marketing. 
ActiveCampaign is a beautiful, intuitive platform. No need to hire consultants. Plus, they can offer pricing that's accessible no matter how big or small your company is. When you sign up for ActiveCampaign, there are no training fees and no contracts. Ready to start marketing smarter with ActiveCampaign? See why thousands are upgrading to a more intelligent marketing solution. Sign up for a free 14-day trial now. No credit card needed. Visit ActiveCampaign.com slash fire. Clayton, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I was born ready. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Feelings of unworthiness, that somehow other people are more deserving than, you know, of success than me. Uh, When I started to have success, I started to really self-sabotage myself. And I would, you know, basically try to stop the success like a train, as if I didn't feel worthy of it. And or I'd find ways to sort of hide my success. I, re- I remember when I first really exploded and became, you know, a network news anchor. And I was lucky enough to, which I currently do, anchor the number one cable news show in the world. But I would walk through the hallways with my shoulders hunched. And a friend told another friend one time, you know, Clayton walks through the halls here as if he doesn't deserve this show. And it took him saying that for me to realize that, wait a second, I've lived all over the country <laughs> You know, I've lived in, I've lived in Montana and West Virginia and Blue, in Bluefield, Virginia. And I was a news anchor in all these spots. I worked my butt off. I lived on ramen noodles and I was still paying for Chinese food 10 years later on my credit card to make it happen. Like I did deserve it. It's okay to stand up tall and, and realize that, you, you know, you're, you're deserve, you're deserving of your success. So that was holding me back. My own unworthiness. What's the best advice you've ever received? A few years ago, I did a one-on-one training with Jay Abraham, probably the greatest marketer to ever live. And he told me something. He said, Clayton, nothing happens until something moves. Nothing. So I am totally willing to make progress, not perfection. And that's what I tell the people that I've now hired in my business. It's one of our core mantras. Progress, not perfection, take action. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I'm totally willing to do what other people aren't willing to do. When I first wanted to go into television in high school and I was graduating college, I looked at my best friend Andy at the time and I said, I'm going to move to Los Angeles to make a go of it. He said, I will too. So the day came, we worked a few weeks to try to find an apartment, get every, and then he just bailed at the last minute. He said, I'm not going to do it. I can't, I can't, I can't leave home. And he's still living at home in Reading, Pennsylvania. And I said, I'm going. I packed up my U-Haul truck, put my 89 Ford Escort on the back, and I drove, acro- <laughs> I drove across the country, slept in you know, crappy motels, and uh, started working at 2.30 in the morning at a, at a Fox affiliate in Los Angeles uh, in 1999, and you know, the rest was sort of history from there. Share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. I love the software because I get on the phone every day. It totally changed my business. It's called Calendly. Um, it's C A L E N D L Y. And it's a, it's like schedule once or another calendaring service that integrates with your calendar. And I use fantastical on my Mac, but what enables you to do is set up structures. So I've set up 30 minute phone call times with potential investors and 15 minute calls, depending on what they want. And that kind of goes out on my website and kind of goes out with, you know, my freedom number cheat sheet and other things. And people can literally click on that calendar and pick a time that works for them to jump on the phone. And you can ask a series of questions in the calendar, you know, before the call. 
So I can say things like, you know, uh, are you ready to take action to create passive income today? Or you still need a few years? Um, what kind of goals in real estate do you have? Those sorts of things. So you can really customize it for your audience. Um, but and really gets everyone on the same page. I mean, I don't know what I would do without it because before I was just going back and forth five times via email with someone oh, to kind of pick a calendar time. It's the worst. So Calendly, uh, some great guys who created a very clean, neat, easy to use software that integrates with uh, all of your major calendars. If you could recommend one book, what would it be and why? Well, it have to start foundationally. I kind of have two because they build on each other. But Rich Dad Poor Dad is the book that. If you haven't read it, you must because it will totally shift your perspective and paradigm about what it's like to work for a paycheck as opposed to creating passive income and having your money work for you, right? His analogy of the golden goose, uh, you know, the, creating the eggs. Like you want the, you want the golden goose. Uh, you don't want the eggs. Um, but his tax advisor, Tom Wheelwright, has written a separate book. So Robert Kiyosaki's tax advisor, his name is Tom Wheelwright. He wrote a book a few years ago called Tax-Free Wealth. It's the foundation of how I've structured my investing. You know, every law in this country was written by a member of Congress, and they're all real estate investors. <laughs> so every tax law in this country benefits real estate investors. And there are more benefits for real estate investors and structuring your business to have tax-free wealth the right way, not tax evasion, but tax avoidance. And Tom Wheelwright is a tax genius. And this book is a game changer. You can Im implement like five things right away uh, in your life, in your business. Uh, doesn't have to be real estate. Entrepreneurs need to read this book to start saving money on their taxes um, year after year after year. So Tom Wheelwright's book, Tax-Free Wealth. Clay, and I want to end today on fire, which is how we started, with a parting piece of guidance the best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye. Well, the best way to connect with me is just to go to my website, go to claytonmorris.com. There, it's so easy to get a hold of me. I always say that anyone who wants to reach me on Twitter, uh, even on Fox News, when I'm on the show, during the show, I say anyone who wants to reach out to me, I respond all the time. Just Clayton Morris on Twitter or you can go to my website, claytonmorris.com and I will be happy to be, jump on the phone with you, talk with you, help you with real estate, help you to overcome these fears that are holding you back. Parting piece of guidance. My parting piece of guidance is don't let fear hold you back from taking action. There are always going to be hurdles, but there are always people who have the answer if you simply ask for it. Don't be ashamed. You know, they always make the joke that men don't ask for directions. <laughs> You're never going to find out the answers unless you ask and you take action. So many people want to read their way into success and they want to listen for years and years and years to audiobooks before they ever find out their, you know, their own, um, through their own experience, their success. That's how you have to do it. Take action, learn from your own experience. It's the only way you'll improve. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with CM and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Clayton in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Of course, go directly to claytonmorris.com slash fire. There's a gift waiting for you. Your freedom number is waiting for you. Take action. And Clayton, I want to say thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much, John. 
Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. If you're ready to share your voice and message with the world, freepodcastcourse.com is for you. Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast for free and ignite.